0: God's ready for, you know, giving all the blessings, change the life. I say, the people you want it, you ready? God always is ready for you.
1: Hello and welcome to this action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. Today we take you to Williams, California, a city of a little more than 5,000 people near the capital of Sacramento. And I introduce you to church planners Manuel, who goes by the name Manny, and his wife Rosa, who have an amazing testimony in coming to the Lord and in ministering to migrants from Mexico. Welcome to you both, uh, Manny. Introduce yourself, please. My name is
2: Manuel Tapia. I'm a pastor in Iglesia Sinai in Williams. I'm a pastor for the last three years. That's my first time as a pastor. That's not easy for me, because <laughs> uh, I don't have experience in, uh, in the ministry. My wife, she helped me, because uh, I'm working, and uh, I work six, five or six days a week, eight to ten hours every day.
1: I want to hear more about that in just a few moments, Manny, but thank you. And Rosa, welcome to you.
0: I'm the wife, Rosa Tapia. Well, I'm working together to my husband, Uh it's a pleasure work to the people, because... I see a lot of people who need help. You know, I'm new. Like my husband, I'm trying doing the best for Jesus and for the people because I love the people.
1: And the people you're talking about are those in the community of Williams, California. As you both uh, just mentioned. You're newer to the ministry. You previously planted a church near the border of Mexico and eventually turned that over to a local pastor. And you recently planted uh, this church in Williams. But before all of that, Rosa, you came to the Lord first, but Manny, you were not interested in Christianity. In fact, uh, you said that you hated Christians. You were even abusive to your wife as she sought to grow as a new believer. Tell us about a Bible study Rosa held in your home. At one time, I'm bad people.
2: My wife and the church, the other church, I got the a study, uh, the Bible study in home, and uh, those people see one coming in my house, and I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't like it, the Christians. I tell my wife, I don't like it, you guys, the Christians. So one time, everybody coming in my house, and he got two doors, and I start the people see coming in the north side of the door and south side of the door, and I'm in the middle, and I can go out to my house. And everybody start to call me brother. Tell, I'm not your brother. I'm not your brother. 65 person in the house inside. It's a lot of people. And uh, the first thing I got mad, because everybody coming. my wife, she don't tell me nothing. But I understand she don't want tell me nothing because she scared me. But uh, I changed it. This, uh, this Bible study they changed my life. And then one month later, I start to go to church.
1: So Rosa holds a Bible study in the home that grows to 65 people. I mean, that's amazing. And there you are, Manny, opposed to it all. But Jesus works in your heart, and you begin to follow him.
2: Yes? Jesus has changed all my life, forever.
1: Yeah. Well, Rosa, I know you rejoice to see your husband come to the Lord. Uh, by the way, I know you two married at ages 18 and 15. You've been married for like 40 years, and you have four adult children. Congratulations on all of that. Rosa, early in your walk with Christ, um, you developed a, a deep desire to help others, and you felt strongly that Manny would eventually become a pastor. Tell us more.
0: All the people in Williams came to me, you know, because my testimony, the people mm-hmm. know it. The, my test, the testimony that my family look, my family changed, you know, my husband changed. Yeah. The people came and want help, you know, and I start help a lot of people, you know. What Jesus so doing. And one day my husband tell me, What are you doing? I say, Well, I doing God called me, doing this. And one day I'm pray and tell Lord who is my husband? I wanna know. And my husband told me, He's a sacerdote. He's a pastor, no?
2: And I called him many times, many times. I tell you crazy. I never pastor. I never pastor. And I, because I'm looking in the church, the people say, uh, is in the church, it's a Christian, but uh, sometimes look at not to, not to put it good to the pastor. And I look at that, you know, the pastor got a lot of problems. I don't want it. <laughs> I
0: don't want a problem. <laughs> I don't want
2: it. I, I look at the pastor, he's a poor pastor, he got a lot of problems. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: Jesus, the Jesus score. Good. Yeah. You answer.
1: Mm-hmm. I love what you just said, Rosa. You said that Jesus called Manny, and despite knowing that pastors juggle a lot, I mean, they, they have a lot of issues to deal with, yes, that Manny answered that call. Uh, Manny, you didn't have a lot of experience, but in obedience and great love for the Lord and his people, you became a pastor. Uh, talk about the early days of being a new pastor.
2: Yeah, I remember uh, three years ago, and I'm, I started to open the church, and the church, I'm now open the door. One guy he coming in a church and they looking for a pastor and he talked to me and I said, Oh I'm looking for a pastor. Oh I'm a pastor. That's me. Yeah, oh because so the guy is never never talked to no one talk to the Jesus and the guy and he got the problems. The guy he got the epilepticos. Epilepsy. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. The guy he got the problems every day. Every day he got the problems. And the guy you say Okay, oh, can you guys, uh, well, he we say in Spanish saying, uh, catholic, he said, can you guys wanna rezar for me? And I say, no, not, nah, na me, not nah my wife. Jesus. I ask the John 316, but the guy you don't understand. I ask my wife, can you explain a little bit more to the salvation for the guy? And the guy is accepted Jesus. And the guy, no more, uh, no more sick no more epileptic nothing and uh, the guy is very happy.
1: It's a wonderful testimony um, thanks for sharing that um, you too have benefited from Bibles and training from Bible League namely Project Philip that's the Gospel of John the booklets you'll talk about and church planner training you've seen growth in your church and community because of course God's grace, And the use of those resources. Now, your paths crossed not too long ago with Hector, a colleague of mine at Bible League, who trains pastors and others in sharing their faith and growing their churches. Um, Those trainings helped? And I take this training for uh, Brother Hector, but it helped me a lot,
2: a lot. And I practice, I practice more and more and more. And uh, he never finished, he never finished, I understand. Because every day there's a new, every day there's a new. I love this. H.T.O.R.E. Uh, come to, not, not only me, you got the 50 something people in the church and, uh, and uh, everybody is happy because you uh, got a new student, Bible student, and a uh, different to the other ones because it's uh, a plant. The church.
1: Yeah, you know, it's great to hear that those trainings, uh, whether it's in the U.S. or it's around the world, uh, they're helping uh, to grow the church, helping churches, helping believers to engage others in God's Word. I mean, that's great to hear. Um, as you share Christ with others uh, using Project Philip, that's the Gospel of John booklet, um, do you find it's easy for people to understand?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. especially Juan or John, mm-hmm. the books of John. that That's very easy, though, that one's. Some of the people's is easy for people's, you understand. Some of the people never, never take one Bible and uh, they it, it don't understand. But if, it, if it, those people has got a
1: chance for explaining a couple times,
2: this, uh, they understand.
1: Well, that's our prayer at Bible League is that as the gospel is unfolded, as people are engaged in God's word, um, they will embrace the gospel uh, in its simple form, right? As, People are invited to these Bible studies, and then week after week, they're invited to learn about Jesus. They eventually profess faith in Him, and it's such a joy to hear that you're finding that uh, people are able to embrace uh, what uh, is presented uh, in that booklet. Manny, you're a bivocational pastor. That means you hold down a job during the week as well as uh, pastoring your uh, local church. Do you have opportunities on your job to use the Project Philip Bible Study? I'm working right now for a couple of people in my work.
2: One day, I take a book for John. So I'm going start to talk to those guys. And I'm going use the book, uh, Juan or John. Those guys say uh, Catholic, 100% those guys. Jesus changed your life. So I got my Bible study and my work.
1: now, right now very nice, and uh, Rosa, you had a vision not too long ago to set up a table at a local flea market with the intent to reach people for Christ tell us how that all came about
0: always I pray you know, for salvation to the community and one day Jesus told me, you one day put a table in the flea market and I say, oh Holy Spirit, I can't I don't have any money, no enough money no enough for my Bibles and everything. You know I need it, money. And Jesus told me, Don't worry. You don't worry anymore for the Bibles. For nothing. I give you everything. Always my life. on the Holy Spirit. I know Jesus. I know Jesus. For the Holy Spirit is my life. He's my teacher. He's tell me no more worry. I say I wanna put in table in the flea market. I don't have any money for paying the, the table. I know. God tell me, I'm believing, I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and the actor, this is Hector, my daughter, I say the daughter of the Holy Spirit, stand up and, and he's tell me, you come in anytime you put in your table. And Hector give you a lot of material.
1: Mm. Well, listeners, that's what your investment of prayers and financial support of Bible League does. I mean, it, it opens doors to engage people in God's Word and to provide resources for outreach like Rosa's Table at that flea market. Now, I know at that booth, Rosa, you offer to pray for people, you answer questions about Jesus, and you provide biblical resources. How has all that been received?
0: Some people came to my table laughing because the material the i
1: Blue table.
0: <laughs> Blue table. I put it, ¿Cómo se llamaba? Una yeah. lona, ¿verdad? Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know. there's a, there's a normal, normal, this uh a normal cover for a table. Yeah. I, yeah, I find it that one in a field, in a row. And I put it in a table, that one. Yeah.
0: And the lady, one lady told yeah. me, I start laughing and looking. Yeah. And I have a little bit of material, because Hector gave me some material, and I buy a lot of books, too. Yeah. And... And put in everything. Yeah, Brother
2: Hector Levaya came to me, I think about four boxes of Bibles, and he got a lot of books, uh, Juan, and uh, Meta Uno and Meta Dos, and I put a lot of material in it.
1: well, it's funny that people walk up uh, laughing, uh, not at your materials, but at your colorful table, so I'm glad you're able to attract them. I know one of the things that you do is you invite people uh, who express an interest uh, in Christianity and learning more about Jesus to attend a Project Philip Bible study, which is wonderful, and I know that's one of the ways that you have grown the church. Um, I understand the, the community of Williams, struggles with gangs, violence, and drug activity. How does that affect ministry? There uh, problems,
2: are uh, problems in the church. Because uh, you know the gangs, and Williams is pretty bad. Two years ago, the gang see killer one one guy, eighteen years old, and uh, the people see going to the church. Everybody go out, so the church is stay almost empty. You got probably about forty people in the church, and he coming down to probably five or six people
1: in the church. Mm, wow. So, despite challenges like gangs and violence, um, how do you stay focused on sharing Christ and serving others?
0: It's it's right, God doing everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, and God tell me, you only say your testimony, you don't worry.
1: Yeah,
0: and always I tell my testimony, all oh, Williams, everywhere I'm going, and him, change. Yeah. God only changed life.
1: Yeah, Amen have heard you say more than once in our time together how grateful you are for meeting my colleague uh, Hector for the trainings the Bibles and the study materials what would you say to those donors who helped make all of this possible
0: thank you for the Bibles you know and I say thank you to the lead, you know because I'm so happy I gave you one Bible to the people or one, one book you know it's good I see the face and the people is happy you know and some people tell me I tell you guys thank you. Thank you to the league. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the Bibles. You know, because it's very, very good working, God bless you. For this work. Because help Allah. A lot of
1: help oh. to the people. Hmm. Manny, your head is nodding, so I know that's a heartfelt message that you both share. It's absolutely beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. You two have such a wonderful testimony. I mean, knowing how you both came to the Lord, the challenges you face in ministry, but how you're engaging people in God's Word in the community of Williams, California, primarily migrant families who need the hope of the gospel. Uh, I've really enjoyed our time together. Uh,
0: Manny or Rosa, any final thoughts? I think this testimony touch hearts because God is real. It's real. The people wanting God in the heart and ready for serving God. God ready for, you know, giving all the blessings, change the life. And I say the people you want it, you ready? God always is ready for you.
1: You've been listening to the Action Podcast from Bible League International. Look for us on social media and sign up for our verse of the day at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. And let us know what you think of this podcast by emailing your comments to podcast at BibleLeague.org. Thank you for listening.